Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and excited for today's episode, I have Dr. Kelly Leshevsky, Leshevsky on, um, and we talk about holistic medicine. We talk about her journey to actually healing her body. We talk about Western and Eastern medicine, and I think this is a really important episode right now, especially with going into the fall and winter seasons sicknesses, COVID, everyone concerned, just talking about health, health of the mind, body, and soul. And um, this episode is really cool. Dr. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on and everyone enjoy. Well, Kelly, it's such an honor having you uh, join the podcast and what a cool thing that we're connecting because you and I found each other on Instagram and um, we both love Gordana Burnett. And so that's, that's, uh, as they say, birds of a feather flock together and here we are. Yeah. It's synchronicity too. Yeah, that's right. I'm so, I'm so happy to have you on. So for everyone, I gave, um, a brief intro, but for everyone listening, could you give just a, your background and what you're doing right now for work? My background, I've been in this field since I'm 23, um, started as a personal trainer, Worked in physical therapy clinics as a PT aide. Be- went through massage therapy school. Um, this was all in California. And then came back to the East Coast here on Long Island. Been here many years. Went to New York Tech for pre-med life science. I have a bachelor's in science. And my doctoral program is New York Chiropractic College, wow. a.k.a. Academic Boot Camp. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and being in that, what led you into the field of, of chiropractor work and healing in that modality? I literally got hit in the head with a drain pipe when I was 21. Whoa. I was uh, working, I had moved from Massachusetts to California and I wanted to be an architect. So I figured if I was going to be an architect and want to be a good one, I should learn how to build. So I joined the Marin Conservation Corps and they had carpentry crew they had different crews so i joined the carpentry crew and we did um you know things all over marin county and um was on the job cutting out a hole in the deck and i was bent over and someone left a drain pipe on top of a window ledge thank god it was pvc and not metal like back in the day when they were metal or i wouldn't be talking to you right now so i got hit in the base of the skull with a fallen drain pipe and from that moment on, literally and figuratively, I see different. Wow. So it led me to five years of Western medicine. Um, and, it, and I'm just going to say I wasn't helped. I was 
given prescription medications. Mm. So that wasn't how I wanted to take care of the situation. So therefore I sought out cranial sacral therapy, acupuncture, you know, physical therapists that did these type of things and acupuncturists and that kind of Eastern medicine and craniosacral is actually, it's osteopathy, but it originated with the native indigenous healing technique. Wow. I did the research. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Would they integrate plant? I know a lot of that was plant medicine based as well when they were doing a lot of the physical healings. Was that part of the origination of that? What, the craniosacral? Uh-huh. Um, that technically was a hands-on healing technique. And yes, Native Indigenous plant medicine is 7,000 years old. Yeah, It's used both in the Native Indigenous culture. It's used in uh, Eastern medicine, Ayurvedics, uh-huh. everything. You know, and our prescriptions used to be plants, partly, but now it's not. It's all pretty much synthetic. Hmm. I can't, we'll, we'll get into that. Cause I, I love you. One thing that everyone listening, when you follow Kelly on Instagram, you'll see her love of nature. And it's my, I, I was just talking to a guy earlier today. We connected for the first time. We were both on a panel together about men's healing and we were on um, this panel for, there was like 80 women on this course or in this course. And it was the last day. And we or all these men were talking about, we what we could apologize for women talked about their pain. It was really beautiful. And this other guy and I connected after the panel today and we were talking about plant medicine. We were talking about um, the healing nature of that, but more importantly than that, we were talking about nature itself and the healing components of just being out in nature, feeling the trees, looking at water, listening to the sounds, hearing the songs, the cadence of nature. And then when we, reintegrate back into the origination of who we actually are it it grounds us it settles us it gets us in this healing frequency and uh i grew up making fun of like tree huggers and and just i was just a mess i mean in no way shape or form in my way of growing up was it healthy but it i had so much judgment of of these things now i'm hugging trees i'm not getting like it's just the complete opposite and um anyway i just share that i love that you love nature as well and and uh it's very inspiring it does all what you said it grounds me it feeds me it's something that i do to just tap in and tune into not just this lifetime, but many lifetimes as a healer. It's just something I intuitively know, things I've seen. Um, Because when I left Massachusetts and moved to California, I changed my whole life. What um, I didn't share is my father passed of a massive heart attack when I was 17. So I got lost for a good bunch of years. I did some, um, I went down the wrong path for a while, but it, you know, that's why the drain pipe was literally and figuratively a universe calling me and saying, Hey, Mm. wake up. This isn't where you're supposed to go. This is where you're supposed to go. Mm. And it just flourished from there. And I practice what I teach. I don't, I don't like to say the other thing I say, I practice what I teach because I do teach college students, but 
I knew that I needed to change my lifestyle. Mm. And I did. It took me five years to completely change my lifestyle. Eating, exercise, quitting smoking cigarettes, etc. And then that's, it just blossomed. It keeps going. And nature, it, it's always been a part of me, but kind of, you know how you get lost, you, you know, how you yeah. get lost a little. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. When I lead, um, hold on real quick. I'm let, I have an old, old time dog and he's, he's deaf and blind and he's, he's bonking the door. Hold on. Um, i love animals oh he's so they're so they're also grounding (laughs) oh he is he's so sweet he's he is um he is a sweet sweet he's a sweet soul a sweet soul um but when i lead uh men's retreats i talk to the men about i ask them what type of tree are they and we talk mm-hmm. about trees are the epitome of vulnerability and strength and courage because trees have their branches extended out as far as they can and they allow all things to come wind, rain, cold, heat, yeah. light, dark. And they, they stand there and they emit what we, what we emit, they receive and what they emit, we receive. And it's just such a beautiful model of how humans get to be and reconnect. Well, the trees, if you look at the branches, I don't know how much you know about anatomy and physiology, but the branches represent part of our inside of our lungs Hmm. and how the roots, you know, take up all the, and it's the trees, nature is us. We are nature and nature is us. And it, it's interwoven and I mean, I'm looking out to the trees right now, but um, I mean, they give us oxygen hmm. and we, di- we give out carbon dioxide and that's what they need. So it's in, it's a yin and a yang. It's a, you know, it's that balance, that whole yeah. balance. It's so cool. Um, I, I had this thought the other day, I go on this, I go on hikes quite a bit around here. Um, and someone was telling me that ferns were um, this ancient in someone was telling me about, there's a, a guy who practices fern medicine in Hawaii and talks about the sacred ferns and how the ferns were the wisdom keepers of the earth's transitional phase 25,000 years ago. And these, these people were teaching me all about this and I was fascinated by it. And when I was on this hike the other day, it was up in the mountains and I was surrounded by huge uh, fir trees. And then the base of the forest was all, yeah. um, was all ferns. And I thought, this is incredible. The, the trees are like masculine energy and the ferns are feminine energy. And there's this relationship with them as well, where they receive what is also dropped in this holding and feeding back the root system. And I was like, this is the most incredible we need to get out of the classrooms and need to go outside and learn again. That's why I'm, you know, going down this path with you. It's just talking about the indigenous peoples that had this wisdom of the earth that felt dirt and honored the dirt still in their hands. Then it washed it off with antibacterial soap and discard, you know, it was all this present moment stuff. Um, so anyway, 
I went on a tangent. Yeah. I want to hear more of your thoughts. <laughs> no, because what that's sparking is what I always thought, even as a child. Why didn't we learn from them? Why didn't we learn all the healing and all? I mean, it's a rhetorical. I know why. But, um, yeah. you know, and that's why living here on Long Island is very Native Indigenous here. This is, when I first moved here, this was in 91 when I left California and I moved here and I'm driving and all of a sudden I hear, I don't literally hear, but I hear, mm. it's a long time. This place has changed since the last time you've been here and I'm just doing one of these things like, what? I have never been here in my life. Wow. Then fast forward 2006, a great, my great aunt, my Polish grandmother's sister passed away and they had a um the funeral here on long island so i met family members that i didn't even know lived here wow. then i find out my father used to come here uh, during the summers to visit his cousins from pennsylvania and i'm like and i never had the opportunity my dad's photos right here i never had the opportunity to even find this out from him so I was like, well, this is not a trip, but not really. <laughs> you know, it was like, I landed here. I didn't, it didn't know anybody. I knew mm -hmm. one person. So it's one of those synchronistic, you're meant to be here situations. And then I learned, you know, like all the names of Long Island, there's certain names, Massapequa, Ronkonkoma, Shinnecock, Copeg, they're all native indigenous right. names. That's so and cool. And I feel that when I'm here, I feel it, feel the energy. It's funny you say those names. I live in Issaquah. We have Snoqualmie. We have Snohomish, uh, uh, Puyallup, Squalicum, all these words. And, and, you know, it's so interesting. I don't know this to go the wrong way, but I have a lot of, um, I grew up in a town next to a big reservation, but it was a Confederate reservation. So it didn't have, um, there wasn't one indigenous group that was on this reservation. So I've grown up with so many native friends and there's so much narrative historically, you know, there's so much pain. So it's not to, yeah. to invalidate pain, right? but it's also to some glimmer. And I've talked to this, um, talked about this with him to some glimmer there was still goodness in this in this in this land somehow to allow their names in those places and these terms to still stay they couldn't eradicate that you know there was some almost full circle honoring now that we're coming back to the earth in this 5d experience and this expansion and consciousness we're also it was almost like there was foreknowledge and this is how I look at it. There was some benevolent divine foreknowledge knowing you will need these places as markers to remember where you've come from. And, and uh, Solomon wrote in, in the book of Proverbs, he said, remove not the ancient landmarks, which your fathers have set before you. That's all, that's all the verses. And I've wondered, okay, well, why, why don't we remove the old ways? Because if we remove the old ways, we have no idea where we're going. <laughs> we're just shooting you know shooting off somewhere but these old paths are our guides um so anyway. <laughs> yeah i mean just what i experienced with my head injury 
um, it wasn't even diagnosed. I didn't have an x-ray, I didn't have a CT scan, nothing. I went in the ER and walked out with three prescriptions, one for opiates, one muscle relaxer, and an anti-inflammatory. And I knew, and I just knew intuitively, now this is a long time ago, this is 1985. Mm-hmm. And what's happening right now in this country is one in three people, if not more, are dying from opiate overdoses. And, you know, I'm not against anything. That's one thing I always say to my college students. I'm not against anything. I'm for education and knowledge. And you have to do what's best for you, period. Because that's what I do with my patients. I'm not pushy. I don't, I have a toolbox. I have different things that I utilize depending on the person. They decide what's best for them. I don't prescribe medication. It's not my scope of practice. So when patients ask me, I'm like, you got to talk to your primary care. I can't tell you what to do with your medications. Mm. And I, I just say, you know, I, this is what I do for whatever, A, B, C, or D. I'm, I use homeopathy. I use herbs. I use acupuncture, you know, and again, I practice what I teach. Mm. So, and I eat clean. What do I mean by that? I don't eat food that's not organic mm. because if it's not organic, cause I'm big in a nutrition, Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. Mm. And I'm not going to get into all what's happening, but what I'm going to say is I um, personally go to local farms that are organic. Um, I support them. I don't eat it other uh, only organic because I know what they've done to the crops that aren't organic and why we have so much sickness in this country. And it's all about health and wellness and mind, body, spirit. It's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's, I always say to my students, if you don't let go of the backpack of your life Mm. and you continue to carry all the things that have ever happened to you in your lifetime, you get heavier and heavier and heavier and as you get older and you see those elderly folks that are bent over crouched over not happy people is because they've been carrying their backpack of life their whole life Mm. empty out your backpack be free and this is all i've learned it's getting dark because the sun's going down i'm going to turn this light on in a second but this is all self-learned. I, after my father passed, it was me, myself, and I. Hmm. That's it. 17 years old, you're on your own because I have a mother and a brother that aren't capable. And that's all I'm going to say is that they're just not capable. And you cannot change the stripes on a zebra. So right. I learned that really hard. That was a hard lesson to learn. And... That's why my father just passed, it's 39 years ago, and why I paid an homage to him mm-hmm. the other month, it was September, because I, I do, I'm so grateful. He was, you know that book, I've never read it. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I've, I know it, I've I, never read it either. I've you never know. read it, but my dad is from Pluto. That's why I use the book, <laughs> <in analogy. laughs> okay. That's awesome. I have a t-shirt that says, never, uh, Pluto. Never forget, because <laughs> no longer that planet. Um, that's really that's really beautiful. Um, 
so how oh that's great so how so how um how did you get connected with or start following gordana and how did she come into your purview synchronicity yeah i was on twitter and i was reading someone's retweet and it happened to be hers and i'm like who is this person yeah i need to know who this is because i connected instantly because for my whole life I feel like I'm from another planet. Like my father, I'm from Pluto too. Mm. And it's like, I cannot, um, I've always been deep. I've always been tapped and tuned in. I remember things at two years old. I'm, you know, and when, and then I started reading more and more of her thing, of her, of her tweets. And I'm like, this, this is, this is me. Mm. This is me. This has been me. This is me. Mm. I've met, I've, there's someone out there who, who's yeah. that tapped and tuned in that gets me. I don't even know this person, yeah. but this is me. Yeah. 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 She, she, she's, she's so special. I call her the she Oracle did. of Delphi. She's the Oracle. <laughs> well, she's so tapped and tuned in because she had to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes life forces us to be tapped in and tuned in. Yeah. And it and it forces, you know, whatever path we go on or whatever occurs in our lives, you know, it's either you I cuz I don't even like to say that. I even watch how I say things. Mm-hmm. I had to figure some things out big time. Mm. And I was, you know, raised a certain way and, and, and I was brought up in religion. And I realized at 18, it isn't for me personally, it's not about religion, it's about spirituality. Yeah. And it, to me, it's like religion is like the destination on the hike or no. We all have a destination, whether you're spiritual, religious, whatever you want to label it, call it, or whatever. I'm on this trail. You're on that trail. She's on that trail. They're on that trail. But we're all going to the same place. We're just on different trails. Yep. Because to me, it's it's spiritual. It's universal. It's love. Yep. It's all encompassing. Because ironically, Gordana wrote something today and I wrote back, you know, it's not just about talking the talk, it's walking the walk. You know, mm, you, you don't yeah. just say you're this, you know, do you know who Jan Levan's aunt is? Uh-uh. She's one of Oprah's friends. Okay. All right. She's, uh-huh. She said this one time, I laughed so hard. She goes, there's nothing worse than a mean person for Jesus. They're holier than now on Sunday and meaner than a wet cat on Tuesday. And that's, <laughs> that was, I just laughed out loud yep. so hard yep. because I am, you know, I was, you know, I'm were you just, oh, Catholic? were you raised Catholic? I, yeah. My grandmother was Polish Catholic, but oh, I, yeah. I was, which is different than Catholic Roman Catholic because Polish Catholic priests get married and church is totally different. totally different but i grew up in a teen youth group from age 14 to 19 Mm. and um because i was involved in the teen youth group my parents got involved so i had a group of people my age 
but you know, I'm an observing person. I would notice things and you know, but again, take what you need and leave the rest behind, mm. you know? Yeah. And yeah, That's and it. because when I'm working with patients and um, my whole time, even before I became a doctor, when I worked in physical therapy, treating patients, doing med massage, I've worked with the athletes, whatever. It's not just me because when somebody has been suffering for years and years and years and years in one treatment, their whole life has changed. Mm. And then they say to me, Oh my God. And I'm like, well, it's not me. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. You know, I have, you know, being able to be open and allow of like native indigenous healing comes through. Mm. I, when I'm in the woods, I hear things that I hear drumming in certain places. My, I mean, that's another reason why I hike because I can connect with ancestral. Um, I've been asked by many people if I'm native indigenous and I don't know what I look like because I don't pay attention. Uh, but um, so to me, it's just, it, it, you know, it's all let it, let be you let the, if you're able, we're all capable of healing. Yeah. It's just some people have lost that or they don't remember that, that we can heal ourselves. Mind, we're made of water. Mm. You know, and then Gordana always talks about we have pluses and minuses, but we're made of water. H2O, hydrogen is positive, oxygen is negative. Mm. Negative two for oxygen, that's why you need two hydrogens to balance out the equation when you make water molecules. Now I'm going science on you. But there's a Japanese man who taped emotions on water bottles. That's right. Right? Have you ever seen the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? No. It's with Mar Marley Matlin is the main character. It's a very cool thing. And that's in that movie. But our emotions, that's why when I say healing and is not just physically going out for walks and pumping iron and eating right. food, it's all about your emotions. Yeah. That's right. I can speak real quick for, sure. for my story. So at the age of 20, I attempted suicide. And then um, I was anorexic at the age of 19, then attempted suicide at the age of 20. And then after I didn't die that night, and I firmly found a concrete grounding in there is a God, there is a divine source, there is universe, there is something greater. I mean, there mm -hmm. was or I would have not be here. I mean, it was just that powerful. Um, so all these things started happening in my life. I become a TV reporter. I move markets. I get married. My wife and I were jumping markets and moving really quickly, but I never focused on my pain. I never went back and I never had one thought before 20 years old that night, 20 years old. And when my wife would ask me about my past or my childhood, I would kind of like brush it over, sweep mm -hmm. it, just these general statements. I came back to the ABC affiliate uh, here in Seattle as a reporter. And then um, it was 2008. So there was massive cutbacks, the economy and all those things. So I didn't have a full-time job anymore. And I started this marketing agency. So it's going well, but I'm, I'm unhealed. So there's all these things being revealed, people I'm attracting, um, 
and it just became harder and harder. We have our first baby. I can't bathe her. I can't be around her. Can't change a diaper. We have our second baby and I'm starting to get really physically sick. And I've been having like hemorrhoid issues since I was, um, I remember specifically I was in sixth grade and my mom was like, Oh, you know, that's just that. And, and like significant bleeding and just terrible Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, to the point where I started collapsing and I had to go to the hospital in an, in an ambulance. And, um, I was diagnosed with diverticulitis, a diagnosed with small intestinal bacterial overgrowth disease. And I was so Mm -hmm. sick. I could barely move during the day. I could barely function. And I was still working so hard. I mean, I just like every fiber of my being was still grinding because I was still looking for validation from the zebra who will never become a horse. You know, it's like, I can't get, I can't get from, you know, a rock water when there's no water in the rock. And, um, so anyway, I finally, I mean, my unhealthy choices, I had an emotional affair with someone. I told my wife and that's when everything started coming out. I just, I couldn't carry that backpack anymore. I couldn't carry all the secrets, all the stuff I was struggling with. I was drinking like a fish. Um, And when I started unpacking, slowly I started to heal. But when I went to this emotional intelligence program and hiring Gordana as a coach, I physically healed without taking any antibiotics, any to today, physically healthy. I don't struggle with any of that. I don't not gassy. I'm not like (laughs) trying to give too much information. Physically, I have healed by doing emotional healing, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, before kind of like when I was saying, like when I, in judgment's just an indication of there's hurt and pain. That's all, all it is. And I know for me, I was very judgy because I was very hurt. So it was just a way of protecting myself. But I used to think Western or Eastern medicine was so woo woo. And, and cause I was in that dogmatic Christian Westernism, but I can tell you feeling good emotionally <laughs> leads to feeling good physically. Absolutely. <sighs> There's a book that I recommend if you need science, it's called Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert. She's wow. a PhD. She wrote this book called Molecules of Emotion. And one of our, Dr. Tomodaki, who taught us neuroanatomy in our doctoral program is the one that recommended the book. But I had already known that for myself when I was 23 and I carried for seven years, you know, six years, whatever it was, um, anger mm. at my own mom for not being there after losing. I lost a friend who was killed when I was 16. And then six months later, my father died. And my whole, it was like someone ripped the rug out from under me. So I carried mm. this anger and I got so sick. I got monohepatitis. Mm. And then I mentally started playing this tape. Because they were like, oh, you got to go in the hospital. And I'm like, I hate hospitals. I just want to mm-hmm. get out of here. And so mentally, I'm just saying over and over and over again, you're fine. You're okay. You're fine. You're okay. You're going to be good. You're fine. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Doc comes in the next day, says, I don't understand. All your symptoms are going in reverse order. This doc was in San Francisco Hospital out in California. Wow. So she put me in the New England Journal of Medicine. At that age, I didn't have any background of anything of any kind in the health field. And then when I went to massage school and learned Eastern medicine, Eastern philosophy, 
the meridians, emotions attached to every organ in the body, mm -hmm. uh, all the bells and the, all the lights were click, click, click. Oh. Mm. So mm. when I moved to California from the East Coast to West Coast, my whole life turned 180. Wow. Because of keeping an open, open mind. Yes. Open mind. Yes. That's why I said I'm not against anything. I'm for education, for knowledge. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I, I, my big thing is everyone tells me what you're against. I don't, I tell me what you're why? for. Yeah. Tell me what you're for. For health and wellness, for wellness care. Yes. Because this country is so sick. I know I have friends cause I used to hike in a meetup group here in New York. I've met people from Germany, from England, uh, Taiwan, different countries. And I asked them, so when you're in, when you grew up in your country, and I asked them questions, mm -hmm. and I know the food isn't the same because genetically engineered food is outlawed in sixty other countries, but not this one. Right. You know, Gatorade has um, dye in it. It's got all these things in it that cause, you know, red dye. They know causes ADD, ADHD in kids. So. My thing is wellness care. My, my, that's why when I educate my college students, I talk to them and, and, and am there for them like I wish someone was there for me. Mm. So if, I, and I tell, tell them, look, I have these topics I'm covering and I cover a lot of topics from your own health and wellness, taking charge of your health to relationships to you name it. So, um, and I say, I'm going to give you tools. I'm going to show you some things, but you decide. Hmm. You decide. Um, personally, would never, no, I'm not even going to say that. Never mind. So, there are things that I do for my health and wellness. Because when I, when knock on wood, when I get sick, it's usually because I'm stressed out. Because yep. stress kills. Yes. That's it. What you don't take care of, if you don't let out things externally, it'll kill you internally. And mm. stress is the biggest thing with the immune system. Mm. When you're stressed out, it starts to deteriorate. Your immune system cannot fight off things right. as well. Right. Sleep. Sleep. You know, and it's food. Food is medicine. It doesn't mean eat all protein and no carbs and high fat. No. There's a balance of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. What are you eating? Mm. Can you pronounce it? If yeah. you can't pronounce it, should you eat it? Right. Because I do make my students read labels, drink labels, yeah. um, food labels. Because I learned in biochemistry in undergrad, my uh, Dr. Mitichak was a researcher for cancer. So I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot in my doctoral program about nutrition, but a lot of it first and foremost was self-taught but and that's my goal it's you know i do treat patients hands-on and all that but i really would love to take not everything that i teach my students but a core of health and wellness and educate this country all those who want to be educated those that want to are you know that are sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah because you don't have to be. You don't. That's right. 
You know, it's interesting right now <clears throat> we have the U S election coming up. Politics is such a, I mean, I, it's such a fallacy. It's such a game. It's like professional sports. It's like any other, it's like religion. It's all these things that cause judgment and, and division and, and hope in external forces that we can't control. Um, why, why are you laughing? Cause I just said to somebody the other day, I said, I'm not naive, but why can't we all just get along? Because seriously, you know what it is? I feel like we're all five years old, not all of us, but they're like, you know, when you're a kid and you're five years old and there's the bully on the playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because why are they a bully on the playground? Because there, something happened to them that they aren't expressing yeah. outwardly and right. it's killing them internally and they're taking it out on everybody else. That's where I go personally. Uh, yeah. I look at how did, were they raised? What happened to them? I feel bad for them. I have empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bring this up is whether it's politics, whether it's it's food, whether it's religion, it comes down to people. And many of us, for instance, I, I did some work with some of the elite people on the planet speaking and, and doing some stuff and they all have private chefs. They all have, um, they're not consuming, they're, they're not consumers of the products they're selling. Let's just put it that way. Most doctors don't give their kids uh, what they're uh, prescribing. Most social media company executives don't let their children on social media. I mean, when you start to really look at like, wait a minute, what's, what's going on here? when we wake up to the game and we reclaim our sovereignty and reconnect to each other, to this earth, to humility, to honor, that is, that's the most healing path I think we can all take. Well, now I'm going to plug Gordana's book. Hashtag know the truth. Why I know who you are changes everything. Yes. Because I mean, it's like, They've lost their way. Mm. And it's, I wrote a song about this. I know we have that in common. We both like music and write and play yes. guitar and you play piano. I don't play piano, but, um, you know, it's like, you know, have you wondered where we are, where we're going? Have we lost our way to the light? You know, that's just mm. a couple of the mm. lines in the song. Beautiful. You know, and then it's like, when will they realize that, you know, fears? when are they going to, you know, stop and let go of the fear and greed is not the answer. It's peace, love, and light. Right. I'm paraphrasing the song, but this is what the song is about. Right. What will it take for them to see, you know, what will it take? Because again, we can only change ourselves. We can't change anybody else. Right. And that's something I tell my students all the time. I'm like, look, you know, it's like you keep putting your hand on a hot stove. You don't do that, do you? Take your hand off the stove. So why do we continue to do things like we keep putting our hand on the stove? Hmm. And let's stop judging the stove because it's hot. It's not trying to hurt us. It's just simply a hot stove. <laughs> it just has, it's not capable yeah. of doing yeah. anything else. Exactly. 
That's right. That's, again, I'm going to quote Oprah now. Forgiveness is letting go of the past. Letting, forgiveness is letting go of the hope that the past could be any different. Because, mm. you know, I've, I watched Oprah for years. I didn't even know Gardano was one of her super soul 100 people. I had no clue. Mm. And I'm like, how did I miss that one? I've been an Oprah person my whole life since she started because she taught a lot of different things. And, yeah. and I, um, I just resonated with her. But when she said that one time, I was like, uh-huh, click. Because you can walk around upset, angry, internally sick because of whomever, whatever happened, but mm. they don't care. They don't care. They don't even know you're suffering. Right. So you're, you're suffering and you're doing yourself a disservice and going through all this for what reason? For growth and for yourself, but... And that's, again, why it is important to be you. I always tell my students, be you. Be your best you. Do you. Mm. Even if, and I'm like, I understand if you're at home and you're with parents and they're like, you're in my house, there are my rules and all that. But at the core, be you. Mm. Embrace who you are. Love yourself first. Yeah. Your best relationship is with yourself. You know, and I said, it's not selfish. It's taking care of yourself. That is the key. Hmm. Take care of yourself. Mind, body, spirit, whatever that is for you. I say, if you believe in certain things, believe in it. Mm -hmm. If you need to go to temple, go to a church, go to, go to the woods, whatever it is. Yeah. Feed your soul, feed your spirit, let go of what doesn't, What's toxic? Let it go. Let go. Empty it. Empty your backpack of your life. Mm. And I say this class is all about you. It's all about you. You have the choice. You have the choice to choose to change or not to change. You can do things that weren't so good for yourself, but when you realize, and now I'll quote Maya, when you know better, you do better. And mm -hmm. it's true. The more you know, the better you do. When you know and you don't do better, then why? Why aren't you loving yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It's not rocket science, but the human species makes things more complex than it really needs to be sometimes. And we are magnificent. I spent three semesters doing cadaver dissection unbelievable our human body and mm. what it what what people take for granted mm. take for granted yeah seriously yeah there's um there's a saying that i learned at this uh, emotional intelligence training i did a couple years ago and is where attention goes energy flows mm -hmm. and i'm i'm a bit because i was a journalist i know a lot of people have done a lot of these things where I know how they present themselves in public and it's not who they are in private. I, can, I am more of the, the system is rigged to keep our attention away from us healing with media, politics, sports, food, the bright flashy things and nature. 
the bright and the the flashy things, the gems, the jewels, the the precious metals, where are they found? <laughs> Underground, in rock. It takes time and intention to go find those things, but nature itself is more of a gentle it is a stillness to nature and all this constant barrage of this frequency to keep our attention away is actually i think intentionally done at a high level to because if humans did unite it's the movie um a bug's life or is it ants maybe it's ants but like one of them uh, you can't can you hear me yeah, I just, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't oh. have kids. Okay, well, one, one <laughs> like, of these what? movies, like the grasshoppers come in. Well, what, the grasshoppers come in, and there's okay. very few of them, and they steal all the ants' food. and But the ants outnumber the grasshoppers like a 1,000 to 1. And they were saying, don't let them realize if they just unified how powerful mm. they were. And I that's what I feel like, this whole system of food, and yeah, the food colorings the poisons and poison of the mind poison of the the body and poison of the spirit is always available for us to detach from (laughs) and when we detach from it what is what can we do in its place like you were saying organic food spiritual practice yeah health because when i was younger food was organic Mm. I mean, my father did the grocery shopping. This is why he's from Pluto as well. I mean, how many men do grocery shopping? They, I'm not, he's like one of the few mm-hmm. that I know. Um, and he, I just remember him. He would always come home and say, I bought, because I ate a lot, of, and I still do eat a lot of fruit. I bought whatever fruit because it's on special or it's in season. And just remember him. I can hear him in my head saying that to me out loud. I bought you what I fill on the blank because he used to do that but it was like i remember food tasted like an orange when i was a kid bananas had seeds in them you know all of a sudden everything started to change Mm. and i remember one time when i was in california i'm eating a piece of fruit and i'm like why does fruit taste like plastic now Mm. and then someone said to me why don't you try organic and i'm like okay because this was me i'm you know i'm gonna be open i'm gonna you know change and so i did and i haven't i've been eating organic ever since Mm. i had to teach my kids uh two days ago that watermelons used to have black seeds in them yes they're like really i'm like i couldn't just eat watermelon by like dicing it up and just swallow you know like we had to slowly attack this thing right and then if you had an older brother they would like to spit yeah, them out oh well, i became i was the older brother and i was the machine oh. gun you know like you know yeah, i was uh, the receiver yeah <laughs> my brother was older. oh my brother got me back man he got me. karma I, yeah exactly exactly right exactly right it's um i think i'm so glad we're talking because it's just the old path isn't the old path it's just a path perhaps the path that we must remember and i really am excited about this time because i do think we're coming back to i think the world's splitting um how it's going to play out i don't know i you know, read a lot about the 5D and I've talked a lot about 5D and 3D world and AI and all these 
flashy things and things are going to take people down one course, but then there's this other bifurcation of humanity that is choosing groundedness, wholeness, wellness, non-judgment, non-duality, like open-minded, just being. And I'm excited. Even talking to you and bringing this content to the world, introducing Gordana to people who maybe have never heard of Gordana or these concepts, these are, these are incredibly powerful and real tangible true concepts important it's very very important because like i said knowledge is and education is power and i don't mean the ego you can't fit through a doorway power i'm saying that the more you know you become more aware the better you're going to do for yourself more people take better care of their cars than they do their bodies wow i asked my students how many of you guys would put a pound of sugar in the gas tank of your car they look at me like i'm crazy and then I'm like, well, and they're like, no, then the car wouldn't run. I said, well, then why do humans consume pounds and pounds of sugar in a day? Mm. You spend more time waxing and polishing your car, making sure the tires, the rims, and those loud exhaust pipes and <laughs> you get whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. But you're treating your body, you you know, what you're, I'm not going to say certain things, because I just don't want to, but certain beverages you're drinking that contain high fructose corn syrup. This is another reason why the country's obese. Yeah. 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 There's so many things. And I think what you're saying is things are opening because people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. And, and tired of the same old, same old. So let's, you know, be open to other things. And, in the openness, I'm also seeing, and, I, and it's an encouragement to, to everyone listening, detaching from one form, like leaving religion, but tightly holding on to politics, or leaving politics, but tightly holding on to sports, or leaving sports, but tightly holding on to media. Um, it's just replacing one of these forms with another, and to finally detach is to detach from all these systems and be okay in that tension time that everyone's going to have tension a little bit when we release, because there's a new calibration of that frequency of like, Oh, okay. What, what is this? So, you know, it's like, this is new, but as one of my closest friends, this brilliant Hasidic rabbi Shmuel Brody says, in the tension, there is lift. And he, he asked me, have you ever seen a bird fly with one wing? I said, no. He goes, exactly. It takes both wings to create the tension and the mm-hmm. tension creates the lift. So for those of you listening to this beautiful conversation between Kelly and I, if you're, being, if you're feeling called to leave something, make sure you see that that something is re, uh, is replicable yeah with a different form of the same thing so don't replace it leave that system and go sit on a beach go sit in the grass go get away and listen to what your mind tells you when you're in the woods and it's you're hungry and it's past that time when you would reach for the snack and 
what's the squirrel doing? How is that, you know, like really getting grounded in the world outside this false digital reality? Well, as a lot of people have been posting lately is the more quiet you become, the more you you can hear. And then I was just lecturing the other day to the students about relationships and about listening mm. because in the word listen is also the word silent. The same letters spell silent, spell listen. Oh, that's great. That's great. I love letter rearranging. I've never heard that one. That is fantastic. So take the time to just tap in and tune in and be intuitive. Intuitive in mind, intuitive in body, intuitive in spirit. Mm. Be you. Just be you. Be your best you. Mm. It's, it's, it's that simple. Know yourself. That's right. Know who you are. That's right. Erase the false beliefs. That's right. May we all, I almost want to say, may we all become Gnostics again and, and have that Gnosis of self and Gnosis of of the higher self because that i believe is where we find true unconditional love of source of self and of others and uh i'm so glad we're talking this is such a pleasure to finally connect with you and yeah it's awesome. one day i hope to to be able to jam with you that oh would be that would fun. be Awesome. Wouldn't that be? That would be so much fun. Around a around a roaring fire. <laughs> yes. Yes. Then then it, then it will be so. Then it will be so. It will yeah. be so. And then yeah. hopefully Gordana can come from Sweden. And yes. Yes. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? <laughs> oh, she, she. Yes, it would be. Or we'll go to her. <laughs> or we'll go to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kelly, uh, you're such a beautiful soul, and I just honor you thank you for thank you for coming on and and sharing your wisdom and how can people connect with you and follow you and well i'm on instagram facebook i don't not on twitter as much but you know i'm there so i'm I'm on social media okay i'm chilling i'm in the i'm in the background chilling (laughs) i love it i love when you post and um in your scene your scene thank you i appreciate yeah, Appreciate of course. That. My, my pleasure. And thank you for coming on. And I'll put your handles in the in the show notes so people can follow you. And, okay. and uh, thank you. No, thank you so much, Lucas, really. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom, your journey, and your story. I know it's going to touch a lot of people. And everyone, thank you for listening. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Continue to stay in love, brothers and sisters. Continue to stay in love and light for all. Blessings upon blessings to you all. I'm Lucas Mack. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.